You're listening to Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is our opening night of the KISS concerts. There's going to be a gigantic crowd, so come early and get yourself a good spot. Come and see on stage Peter, Ace, Gene, and Paul live on our stage. Come see Kiss Tonight. Kiss Tonight. Kiss Tonight. Kiss Tonight. You wanted the best and you got it. That's right, KISS Army. You wanted the best, and you got it. I'm Matt Porter, and we are live in the KISS room. It's May, which means that all hell's breaking loose here at Montgomery County Community College. We're in the middle of finals, commencement is just weeks away, and everyone is getting ready for the summer. Today, I will be joined by some friends to talk KISS, play some music, and talk about Montco's almost place in history. So crank up your computer, tune up your air guitar. We're ready to rock in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Street Hustler comes up to me one day, and I'm walking down the street minding my own business. Now he looks me up, and he looks me down, and he says, hey man, what be this and what be that? Well, I just looked into my kind of path. I said, hey, man, I am cool. I am the breeze.
Kiss Room. We are back on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. It's May, and I'm joined in the studio right now by Michael Kelly, my friend here at Montgomery County Community College. Woohoo! Woohoo! How are you, pal? I'm awesome. This is because it is May and it's warm. This is the all naked edition of the Kiss Room. <laughs> Luckily, it's radio. Matt and I are here with our dead bods, <laughs> loud and proud, over the air. Well, but we're wearing kiss makeup. But the uh, that's right. You know, and Michael Kelly is the sound recording and technology coordinator, and uh, we're going to talk to Michael Kelly. Obviously, one of the themes that's going to go through this show is Montgomery County Community College. We work here together. We're broadcasting live here from Bluebell, PA. And the one thing, and I'm probably going to retire this story after I tell it because I've told this a couple times on the show. One of the basis of the Kiss Room broadcast is the fact that I found an ad a bunch of years ago that was in Rolling Stone that had among the dates of the early Kiss tour, May 11th, 1974, Kiss was scheduled to play here at Montgomery County Community College. In the ad, it actually shows... Along with dates, it says Kiss is setting the you know sending the country up in smoke, and uh, it has a bunch of dates in St. Louis and Michigan and Atlanta. And May eleventh, nineteen seventy four, Montgomery County Community College gym, Bluebell, PA. And if you think about it, in that time, like the first Kiss performance is January thirtieth, nineteen seventy three. So by the time we're talking May nineteen seventy four, they're still a young band. And the debut of the first Kiss album is February 18th, 1974. So they're really, they're just starting out. The second ever TV broadcast was, which obviously had Gene Simmons being interviewed and you can't hide the hook. And that was Mike Douglas show, which is April 29th. And it was produced here in Philly area, obviously on KYW. So there's some local roots there. Think about the time. So May 11th, 1974, they could have played Monco because they're on tour with Argent. They're opening for Argent. And in this poster, here's May 11th, 1974. But the show did not happen. And it's funny. I had that ad for a while. And then I had originally I had found the uh, write-up in the Kiss Alive Forever complete touring history. And then Jerry Yarnetsky, who's a librarian here at the college, found the, ep- the edition of the Mont Gazette that says – the Argent concert plan dropped. The rock group Argent will not be playing at Monco on May 11th, as had been planned due to a few hassles, money, and time, which obviously is the same as everything. According to Dave Bazell, concert coordinator, the, con- the contract with Argent couldn't be signed until the student center board had enough money for the concert. Then there wasn't enough time to provide the technical, staging, and production requirements for the concert. Items such as a grand piano, which, w- which had to be perfectly tuned, and a forklift truck were to be provided for the group, which caused problems for the concert plan. So there you go. <laughs> I, th- I think that's in Beyonce's rider as well. <laughs> right. A forklift truck. forklift. You know, you have to have an especially tuned <laughs> as piano. As for Jay-Z's ego. <laughs> So really, that's if you if when I started this doing this uh, Kiss show back in May 2012, a lot of the time I would sneak on Monco Radio around the May 11th date, or I would sneak on around my birthday or or spring break or something. There was maybe not a lot of people around, but I always tried to really you know give some significance to the fact that there should be some Kiss on the campus around May 11th, and that you know they never uh, they never actually were here. But wouldn't it have been cool if they were? That would have been fun. It would have been a nice thing to have. I did actually find 
a copy of the original ad via I got it on eBay. I actually bought it. Uh, it's you know I got the one page, so I have the actual printed like the poster of that, which I thought was pretty cool. The fact that uh, you know just because it says Montgomery County Community College Gym, so and that's where we work, and you're broadcast the Hero Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. So with that's, all that destiny, <laughs> with that's... all that in mind, um, I want to welcome you to back to the show, Michael Kelly. Hello, I'm back. And still naked. So one of the things that we want to talk about is, and it's funny how, like, you know, the other day, Frank Tomko, he's the new painter here at Monaco. He walks in my office and he sees all the Kiss stuff. He says, wow, I'm a Kiss fan, too. And it's funny how people have, people are into Kiss. You meet them. It's something that they share. And one thing, as we've got to know each other, one thing he told me, he says, you know, I was signed to Simmons Records. So I want you to tell that story. This crowd will appreciate it. Talk about that. Okay. So... Uh, living in New York City, I was in uh, a band called the Ronnie Gent Band. Ronnie was my best friend. We had his studios and played all over New York. And shout uh, out to Ron. Yeah, shout Ronnie <laughs> Gent. Woo! And somehow uh, Gene got. We were sending out demos everywhere, and uh, Gene got a hold of Ronnie's demo, and Gene had said. You know, he's, he's the blue-eyed soul singer. You're a black man or a white man's body. All this <laughs> incredibly politically incorrect stuff. <laughs> uh, and <clears throat> but Gene wanted to uh, develop Ronnie as an artist, and so at it he was. Uh, there was, uh, it was we got the FedEx envelope in the mail. So Gene says, "I'm sending the contract now." We're, Living in New York, it's actually Ronnie and I were roommates. We lived on 24th Street in Manhattan. And we get the uh, FedEx envelope. And, you know, it comes and Ronnie runs upstairs and, Mike, it's the envelope. It's the envelope. So, so we, and we, just, we sat down. We sat in the living room. We made a ceremony about it. We put it in the <laughs> middle of the table. We walked around the table. Look at it. It said, you know, it had the Simmons logo to like the money bag with right, the dollar sure. sign on it. And we walked around the table. We sat down, opened it up, pulled it out, and it's just standard boilerplate contract to sign with Simmons Records. But you have to read every line. In had his to voice, read it. Though, right? uh, <laughs> Ronnie had an attorney, Grubman and Endursky, big music law firm in New York City, and his uh, his lawyer Eddie Greenberg went over the contract. And then Gene, Josh, Ronnie, just sign the contract. Come on, let's go. So we signed the contract. Ronnie Gent Band is signed. And now we start going through the process of looking for songs for Ronnie to do. Now, Ronnie had, we've been doing original stuff forever. And he goes, oh, no, no, we got to get you a hit. We're going to get you a hit. <laughs> so... We're getting these cassette tapes. No, right, for the audience, younger audience. Ah, it's older audience. But cassette tapes were something you used to listen to music yes, on. The people in the Kiss room remember cassettes. We it's, remember albums. It's, you a, know. it's a physical thing. <laughs> but we got these demos of cassettes. So we're listening to the cassettes. And so what Gene would do would send these cassettes from the songwriters. And then we were going to record them and adapt them or finally singing them. And there were some awful horrid songs on there but there was this one particular song it was beautiful it's a cool song and it was like oh my god it sounds like michael bolton and we kept listening 
to the song over and over, and Ronnie asked him, he goes, oh, yeah, that's Bolton. It's, it's, a, it's a Bolton demo. Really? Yeah, so we recorded that song and sent it off to Gene. And so Gene would be calling the house all the time, just talking to Ronnie, <laughs> and they develop Ronnie. Was, we discussed nose jobs and teeth and surgery. What, what year is this? It's this is 1991. 91, okay. 91. So Gene would call the house, and one night Ronnie's out of the house. So phone rings. Hello? Ronnie there. I'm like, no, who's calling? It's Gene. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a message. All right, hold on. I gotta get a pencil. But did he say this is Gene Simmons from the rock group Kiss? No, he just says it's Gene. <laughs> like like Cher. Right, right. It's a one name I bestow upon you over the So anyhow, uh I'm gonna leave a message. All right, hold on. Let me get a pencil. You don't keep a pencil by the phone? What are you doing? All of a sudden he starts like a, you know, he's he's got the accent. You don't leave a pencil by the phone? Sounds like an old Jewish mother. I'm like, no, Gene. It's not a business office. This is a resident. I go down and take the message. So he's going to be in New York, and the Kiss is on the Hot in the Shade tour, and they're going to play Long Island, Nassau Coliseum, and he wants us to come to the show, and he's going to leave tickets. And it's going to be staying at the uh, Four Seasons, whatever big hotel in New York. And to get in touch with him is call the hotel but ask for Mr. Ed. So that nice. was a secret, you know, thing. Oh, ask for Mr. Ed and get the ticket. So we, we, we went and got the tickets, met Gene after. The best part of the, the Hot in the Shade show, can I talk about this? Oh, you can edit it out. As, um, well, so, we're live. We're live on the radio uh, right now. Oh, I, 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 I don't want to get bleeped. <laughs> I don't even have to delay. That's you know. That's why we, you know we can't even take phone calls half the time because we're afraid we don't have a dump button. I'm live. So the, the so they're playing a song. Kiss is playing a song, and everybody starts to notice up in the back of the Nassau Coliseum, a couple is making love uh, up in the <laughs> okay. stand, like out full blown, just like those people in Florida you nice. read about, right? Making love on the beach, they called it. Boy, this is G-rated. <laughs> and I'm naked. Yeah, I know so, you had to clean it up for radio. Yeah, and and so they're up there hanging out, and the lighting guys from the show point the spot <laughs> up there, and Gene takes his hand and points up at the corner, and the crowd goes nuts, and then they kind of like lower down into the seat. So, <laughs> like, wow, that's pretty awesome. But we met him after, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. That's great. Yeah, it's a kiss story. Now, the song that you actually recorded for Gene, yeah. that is Romance Happens All the Ro- Time. So, okay, so the romance song, Romance Happens, this is how, it's a hit, Ronnie, this is a hit. And this was, he was out of his mind over this song. So it's Ronnie's song. It's called Romance Happens Now and Again. And uh, Gene was just out of his mind for this song. It's, we, it's, a, it's a hit. We got to get it on the radio. And, of course, that's why I'm here at Montgomery County Community <laughs> College. <laughs> well, you know what? Why don't we listen to that right now? We'll play a little bit of this. Romance Happens. Now and again. Now and again here on Mako Radio where music and minds meet. I was going round in 
then I came upon you I knew right then you were for me Romance happens now and again I just don't remember when it felt so good So really good to share another heart And every time I think This crazy life seem okay Romance happens now and again I just don't remember when it felt so good So really good to share another heart And every time I think of you I forget all the things I've been through You changed my life, you made it right I owe it all to you I always thought I could make it on my own Always thought I that was Romance Happens Now and Again. That was Ronnie Gent and Michael Kelly. That's a song that Gene says would be a huge hit. A so, huge hit. So we've heard that. Now here's something, obviously, one of the things, you, you're the sound recording and technology coordinator. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the fact, I mean, obviously we've been celebrating that Montgomery County Community College almost hosted KISS. But guess what? There's still rock and roll here at Monco, and now you're teaching people to, this is a brand new degree, yeah. And really, we want to give a shout out. I mean, who knows? We could find the next Bob Ezrin, or you know, some kind of superstar producer. We hopefully, you know, that wants to come and learn about this stuff. Let's talk a little bit about that for anybody, especially if you're local to the Montgomery County Community College area. If you want to learn how to produce or what to talk about it, talk about the new degree. Sure. So here at the we started this. Uh, the degree starts officially in 2015. Uh, sound recording and technology. If you want to, you want to learn how to produce. If you're a songwriter, uh, anything having to do with music production, uh, come on down. Uh, we have David Ivory, Grammy Award-winning multi-platinum producer, uh, here is teaching the music production classes. Uh, and what you do is you, you come in, learn the basics of what you need to know just to get in the studio. And then Dave gives you the projects and the tools that you need to have to actually get into the studio. And the most important thing is to know what you're talking about. So if you can work with David for a couple of semesters and live, you know, <laughs> it's, it'll increase the likelihood of getting a job. There are jobs in this industry. The idea that the music industry is broken, it's not really true at all. It's shifted. And... The requirements are very clear, and they need people out there to know what they're doing. And I'll tell you this, just because you've been making beats on your <laughs> laptop since eighth grade, it's meaningless if you don't know song form or if I asked you to play a chord on a keyboard. And You know, I was in a, on a session last night with top, top players. They put down a chart in front of me, and it's an A1 B2, A2, A3, I knew exactly what, okay, you have to know what that is. Or, you're, oh, you don't know what that is? 
Well, Bye-bye. in fact, that session was with Bobby Dreher, right? That's exactly right. In, I think he's, he'll, he should be in here around 3.30. He's coming in. Chris G. will be here uh, to, to continue the show. Uh, one thing that you just mentioned, which, which I thought was interesting, was you talk about the business being broken. And obviously everybody, if they're KISS fans and they're Gene Simmons fans, and everybody heard the quote, rock is dead, and that Gene, it was in that interview he did with his son in Esquire a bunch of months ago, and that yeah, you know that the death of Rock was not a natural death, and it was murdered, and that he really blames file sharing. Obviously, a lot of people took it as right away he was saying there's no more good bands, but I think it was really out of the context. It was really just saying you know you can't really make money as a band, you know, and I think it was something along the lines of. You know, that, that he was really felt bad for them because they don't have a chance. If you play, you know, a guitar, it's impossible I mean, because people don't want to pay for, for music. If you, if you think about the old days, what, like why, why did Kiss get so big? We don't answer that. We, don't know, we know the answer. And Gene says it over and over, and he said it to us. It's a show business. You show your business. <laughs> it was a show. It was fun. It was you went to kiss to forget about everything that was crappy in your life, and you would see this larger than life circus. The song you could remember the damn song. It, you know, right. it it was a no brainer, and it was exciting. Think about when you and the album. People who looked at albums and cared about albums, you got like the Kiss album. I remember just staring at that stupid album cover, Kiss Alive, Amen. and opening <laughs> it or uh, uh, Destroyer. Any of those albums, you just right. look at it and go, what the hell right. is going on? It's, so where do you get that today where, one, you're just really entertained or you're trying to connect with somebody through the tunes I've been listening to? Mike Rutherford has a song called The Living Years about losing his father. When I listen to that song, I listen to it like a hundred times and weep because it's so true and you can rel- I can relate to that song. So who's doing that? It's, you know, it's about you know, what, is, what are we looking at Kim Kardashian? I mean, you know, what is the music business about? It's about reaching people and entertaining people. Now, the old model, the, who's crying about it is the oldsters. Because you know what? You're, most of the albums that were out there and come out now, we don't want your 13 or 15 song epic nothing. There's probably two or three really good songs on there. And that was always true. And the, who think of an album, maybe a Def Leppard album here or, there, or the Boston, Boston's first album. There's classic albums where, like, every track, you're like, oh, my God. That doesn't happen anymore. And that happened mainly it was the record industry in the 90s. So when everybody transferred from vinyl to CD, it wasn't, it wasn't pirating that killed the business. It was the record companies. Because once there's a definite spot in music history where all the people, all the boomer generations, were done replacing their albums with CDs. And once that happened, the sales were done. And during that time in the late 80s and 90s, they weren't developing anybody. So then they had nothing. And your last million-selling album in a week, I think it was NSYNC's album, like (laughs) 2001 or something before 9-11. And that's it. It's so it was not 
piracy at just what what is entertainment today? And what is what's the last great song you heard come out of the radio? Now, you won't hear it on radio. You'll find it on the internet. You'll find stuff. But the the in, the, the listening audience is so segmented now. Right. It'll be hard. There's no big massive appeal of anybody at this point. Do you think though in a way like when he's talking about that rock is dead. It's more he's just commenting, and you can't make the money because there's so the, much available. I mean, you can literally go anywhere, and if you don't like a song instantly, there's only 20 billion more on YouTube. The or lifestyle is or, gone. The, right, the rock and roll lifestyle is over. Which I think, I mean, now, I mean, a, a young band can easily reach the world. I mean, we can talk to everybody on the planet right now here on Monco Radio, but so can everybody else. I think that's, in a way, that's the toughest part is how can somebody become, and I guess this is, I'm curious what you talk about your music business students, how do you get attention? You know, how do you get, how do you become, there's only 80 billion songs going up on the internet every two minutes. How do you become somebody who stands out? And we really, you don't see those kind of things anymore, I think, where you have you know, that kind of like really big new group. Now, it's funny you would say about the oldsters, but in a way, a band like Kiss could really just sell all their stuff through a website because we all know where to go. Right. But I'm not the demographic. I mean, I'm not the new ki- looking for a new band. You know, it's like it's just not so I don't really search out new stuff. I mean, I'm very kind of I already heard all the best stuff. And then look, all you new bands know I love you too. But you know what? I don't buy it. I, I just <laughs> hey, I bought Kiss, you know, the here's a remix of that album or whatever, but you know. Look, here's everybody has the skills to put stuff on the web. YouTube, God, they do it in my class. My son wants to he's eleven. Dad, I want to do a YouTube page. Right. So I can put up my Lego movies. And so everybody has the ability to do that now. And what what I say in the business class is your self perception is seventy five percent incorrect. You you think you're this, you're really not. Okay. <laughs> so the reality check is what is it that you're going to put out there that's personal and going to connect with an audience? That's why there's so much crap out there <laughs> because everybody can do it. Everybody has a computer. That's what I mean, that, that the quip about Fruity Loops and making your beats. That's not making music. That's not, that's not doing anything. It's unless you're connecting an emotional connection with somebody through your music. Now, who does that? There's people that do do it. And there's some people being – they're very successful – at it, but not on the millionaire, oh, my limo full of champagne level. Uh, But there is a, you can make a living, but it it has to, everybody's focused on getting the cash or getting the notoriety. And anybody can put out the shell. But once you open that box, you know, it's a great scene in in Tommy Boy, which, you know, I want a guarantee in the box. Right. Well, I got a lot of time. You want me to crap in a box and put guarantee on it? I can do that for you. <laughs> That's pretty much what you got. It's right. like box with a guarantee with a load of crap in it. We build something that means something that'll touch somebody, and then put it out. Because right. that—that's the easy part. Your image. Oh, I got my, you know, kids in my business class. Oh, I got it going on. I got my shirt design going. I'm like, yeah. What do you do? 
Well, I don't know yet, but I got my shirt. I painted my denim jacket with the logo of the band name. That's right. <laughs> right. My well, mom know, did it with sequins. <laughs> with sequins. <laughs> and a glue gun. Now, see, that's for all the old people because, you know, you had to have a painted denim jacket. I don't know. The kids still have back patches. I don't know. I'm very old. I, th- I think you could get that, like, you know, some kind of mail order glue gun, right. sequin gun. It's like, ooh, customize your jeans. Fantastic. Well, Michael Kelly, thanks for stopping by the Kiss Room. Obviously, uh, it was fun stuff talking about when you were signed to Simmons Records. And any last minute, th- any last minute thoughts? No, I just uh, I'm going to gather up my clothes here and take off this uh, <laughs> body paint and good go back to class. Well, you know what? It's Friday. It's like three thirty. Half the kids are all taking finals. Oh. So at this point, you know they're probably wrapping up finals for the day. And the one thing we have to remember, rock and roll is not dead because we already have all the best albums. And you're live in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet. I can't tell you what I'm feeling inside. I can lie to myself, but it's true. There's no denying when I look in your eyes. Girl, I'm not.
That's right, Kiss Army. It's a little bit after 3.30. We just got done talking with Michael Kelly. Now, of course, MK runs down the hall because he has to go pick up his kids. But uh, thanks for coming down, MK. Let's see whose headphones are feeding back. You can hear a little bit more noise because now Michael Kelly has left the building, but he's been replaced here. Oh, you're not- I got Chris G. I got Bobby Dre. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris is trying to find his headphones. <laughs> I, I, was, I had headphones on and they're not plugged in. <laughs> hey, people. So we're back here in the Kiss Room. Obviously, we have a lot of fun. And we're also going to bring up on the line another powerful and attractive man, Ken Mills. Are you there, pal? I am here. Look Ken at that. Mills, the king of the nighttime world at 3.30-something in the afternoon. <laughs> Kenny, it's funny you say that. Kenny Lesso actually said, can you play king of the nighttime world to have that queued up? The uh, One thing, if you all go to thekissroom.com, if you look on the blog, there's I did put up a, a shot of that ad from the original Monco, uh, the ad that I found in Rolling Stone. I actually mm-hmm. found a copy that I bought off eBay. If anyone wants to go see it, now Arnie said, wouldn't that look cool as a T-shirt? I'm thinking, yeah, that would look really cool as a T-shirt. So you never know when that'll happen. But You never know. You never know. So we had a good time talking to MK, and then obviously uh, we got Bobby and Chris and Ken here in the Kiss Room. Before we uh, actually go into all the Kiss news of the day, uh, I want to send a bunch of shout-outs. I had a ton of people um, saying they're listening. Chris Ann Colvin, I think she actually left work early. Candy Barton, of course, up in uh, Ontario. Jerry Geloff. Dottie Jones listening. She said it sounded like we were underwater. I think Dot had uh, two players going at once. Ethan <laughs> Schaffner, Alex Richter, Steve Forrest, Martin DiDomaso, Steve Campagna, Ricardo Cab- Caraballa, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Mikhail Not Montalban. Joe Lascon, this is the, he says, I'm wrapping up the work week and my mind just met music. Now, that's a great quote. I love that. Yeah. We got Bobby Getchell, dressed to kill. Uh, Arnie Slater, of course, he said he wants that T-shirt. Corey Nowlands, listening in Rising Sun, Indiana. Mike Sanchez. Jim Zagel, I think, has everybody beat. He says he's listening poolside. Uh, that's pretty great. Trina St. Hillier. Brian Shear. Joe Favarosa was his birthday. Chris Ann says, wish him a happy birthday. And I gave you a whole list. People that actually shared the link. I was thrilled so many people actually shared the link. I think we have uh, yeah. Mrs. Matt Porter, Amy Porter. Amy Porter, woo! Joe Chambelli, Robert Siegel listening in Iowa. Cheryl from the Kiss Army East Coast. Ron Jones, Brian Deal, Greg Johnson in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. <laughs> Tracy Ditsworth. Greg Johnson once again. Maybe another Greg Johnson. I don't know. No, so he, he shared the link. And he hey, did you? Did you uh, share twice? <laughs> David Drew, Kiss Army USA, Chris Simcoe, Anthony Porter. We know Anthony Porter. Yeah, absolutely. Frank yeah, Tomko, painter at Monco. Can't forget the uh, the hand, the helpful hands here at Monco Radio, and uh, Stephen Javorski on the west side of PA with his air guitar. It says, Mark. Oh, come on now. They try to challenge Konzorowski. my uh, Konzorowski. Konzorowski. Hey, <laughs> He's doing it, and uh, Ian Murray, and our favorite, uh, our favorite. Uh, how should we say? Um, word in song, girl. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. Oh, oh, oh. Eileen Pompey. Of course, she put a share out there, and, hey. and she's listening. I think and I just shared it. So, Chris Giordano too. Ira Boston, he said he's listening in Florida. I got Bob Brodsky, my brother from another mother. He's listening to How about it? We are a shot out of a can, and this is fantastic. If I missed your name, it's because, uh, you know, it's hard. To, I was trying to scribble down notes while I was talking to MK, and right. I hope I got everybody. So, Ken, how are you? 
I'm doing good. You know what we ought to do? We ought to call the lovely ladies of the Kiss Room and the podcast the Kissettes. <laughs> there you go. Sound good? I love it. Kissettes. You know, if you I'm, don't have an album, you might have a kiss. You need a cassette. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm surprised uh, Kiss never tried to do that. The kiss set, you know, in the '80s. It's never too late. <laughs> too late. Missed kissed opportunity there. Uh, well, they're bringing know, that back. I think cassettes are coming back, right? Hey, vinyl oh, came back. Yeah. Why not cassettes? Anthony's yeah, listening sure. in Austin, Texas. How cool is that? Brian Shear, we get you. He's in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was listening to uh, Mr. Kelly talk about how things have changed in the industry and stuff, and I wonder how this is going to affect us as KISS fans, but they just announced that they're not going to print any more Simpsons DVD, you know, for the TV seasons. And if someone's been collecting them, you know, you're at like year 17, and then they just drop it. But think about what that means to us. Will we get another Kissology 4? Yeah, but you know what, with The Simpsons, is because The Simpsons hasn't really been good for about the last five years. Yeah, so. yeah. But, like, think about it, man. You you know, we we were so used to physical media, and now all that's going to kind of dry up. You know, see, that's an interesting point. Now, even that, look at the, they just released all that thing about Star Wars. You can buy the digital download of the entire yeah. collection, and you go, like... I don't know. I think I already have about five VHS copies, <laughs> you know, three DVDs, a couple Blu-rays. Do I need, you know, bootlegs? It's the div- yeah, right. You know, that's the funny thing. I think of that. I have a VHS copy of Star Wars that I copied from one of those when you used to rent them from the, you know, the <laughs> store, and they were a hundred bucks. And you're like, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, you know, and today is the anniversary of Neil Bogart's passing. So we should kind of dedicate this episode to the passing of Neil Bogart. I know it was a while ago, but think about it. There would be no kiss if there mm. may not have not have been a Neil Bogart. You know, a lot of time I'd rather uh, dedicate the show and it was birthday than his last day. I think that's uh, yeah, you know, it's, right. it's tough, man. I'll tell you, because then especially more and more, the list keeps getting longer and longer. You know, it's like, uh, uh, I guess as long kidding. as you're not on it, you know, it's, that's a good thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's crazy. So we're doing two kiss rooms back to back. Oh, yeah. Anybody who's listening live today, tune in tomorrow for a rare, I think first ever Saturday kiss room. We're going to be on one to three. I have something planned. Obviously, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, You can listen live. It's going to be really fun. We're going to be pulling double duty. What are you going to be pulling? (laughs) Anyway. Hey, oh. Hey, yo. So, uh, Play with my slide trombone. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what's the last Kiss album you listened to? Let's go. Matt, what was it? Oh, well, wow. you know what? I actually listened to Lick It Up all the way in today because I knew in my mind I had wanted you to play All Hell's Break and Loose at the start because it is the last week of classes and finals have started and our big final screening is on Monday. And I, and I really... I just, I don't know, I, I had that feeling. It's been, I was going to almost use Changes Coming by uh, Bruce Kulick because there's a lot of changes going on here at Monco that people probably don't even care about unless they work here at Monco. But the, uh, but I don't know, Lick It Up, I cranked that up today, and I'll tell you, there's, it, it sounded great this morning. And that tends to be one that I listen to in October and the fall because I think I right. always associate it with kind of back to school and all that. I mean, I know it's crazy. But I'm crazy, but I don't know. It sounded great this morning. Like even a lot of times, like people like lick it up. Oh, lick it up. You heard it too much. I'll tell you what. It was so nice out this morning, and the windows are down, and I'm cranking that album up. 
So that was that for me. That was what I listened to this morning. And I'm really on the way to kind of get ready to get myself psyched for work, knowing that today we would be live in the Kiss Room. Yeah. Which is always a party. Chris G., what about you? Um, I, and not an actual album, but I, I guess I would have to say Hotter Than Hell. Um, I was listening ah, to a part of the box set, you know, because, you know, now I occupy myself all day by singing. If you uh, are not familiar with my page, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, it just it just got out of hand. It went from a star child moment to like, oh, <laughs> I, you know, I get a request here and there for this song or that song. And then I was just like, you know, I go on these like sometimes two hour rides, you know, and I'm like, well. I, if I'm, instead of talking to myself, I might as well just sing and record it. And uh, if people want it, if people dig it, great. If they don't, oh, go to hell. You know, no, I love it. It's great. It's awesome. So yeah. So actually, yeah. I think the last thing I sang to was uh, was the request from Eileen, which was uh, "Hotter Than Hell." Very. But cool. now I think you you copied. Did you copy the way uh, when you said "Come on, Eileen"? That's I know. You oh yeah. Well, Steve. Uh, Steve actually. Right? Uh, they did it. Yeah, Steve did that. So just now, now it's a trademark. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Eileen requests something, we got to go, come on, Eileen. That's pretty awesome. Well, I'm kind of jealous because you got uh, Lick It Up with All Hell's Breaking Loose. You got Hotter in Hell. I listen to The Elder. I mean, I love <laughs> The Elder, but the uh, you guys sound like you had a party, and I'm like, oh, I am so You got me. Got- <laughs> well, you, were, you were on the top of the mountain with your hair blowing in the wind, yeah. you know, and a sword. <laughs> maybe. Headband, my purple headband. <laughs> I fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we, we have an interesting uh, podcast coming up soon, Matt, don't we? You know what? We had the best time recording that with uh, a bunch of listeners of the Kiss Room. I mean, Joe Simbelli, he just posted his uh, photo. He's wearing his Kiss Room shirt oh, you know, while he's cool. listening. And I'll tell you, he shares the link every time. Joe, shout every out time. to you. But it was great actually talking to people. You know, that's, I think, the most fun thing. We got a bunch of people on. It was people I think had not done podcasting before, and we got to talk to them. It was fantastic. Yeah, be looking forward to that. That's uh, coming up this month, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And and he does look cool in that Kiss Room shirt. I'll tell you, he's a good model, that's for sure. He looks great. He's sexy with his uh, <laughs> super haircut there, you know. You know, now, so. Bob, what's the last full album you listened to? <laughs> well, now, now I'm doing only, a uh, unmasked. You've been on, like, oh, you've been on overload because you're overload. working with rock and roll. Overload. So. But it, it's a good <laughs> overload, you know. It's kind of like, you know, how can you get sick of Twinkies? Yes, you know. See, it's funny because you're saying you're listening a lot to, um, you know, Unmask, and we were having this discussion in my office. At, I think it was at 159, and Ace says something. Of course, and we we're trying to figure my out what it is. Favorite song. Now, did we figure out what it was? What does he say? Uh, Kiss room. That's something you I could all work think... on. I know we posted it in the Facebook group. Listen to the song. I think it's at 157. And he says something. He kind of mumbles something. I guess so. I guess so, or could be, or we don't know what it was. Where, where, yeah, where, where is it? Peter girl. Uh, I don't know. To Peter girl. You know what? Oh. We're going to cue it up. I don't know. We're going to have to listen to it now. I got it in my head, but. It's could be. Could be. Could it be? Right. But you know, it's funny because if you search the lyrics online, you can find it. A bunch of different variations. I don't know. I, I know he goes uh, something. I don't know. Um, now I get this, now I'm humming this song. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Man. We'll play it. Well, you know what? One thing. While I have you on the line, and this is something I actually wanted to bring up while I have the group of you here, is yeah. do you? Th- I, I recently saw Y and T, and I know Chris, you were down at M three, and Y and T played down there. <laughs> yeah, they sounded good. I didn't really get to. Uh, they were on the side stage, so I. I Paulette and I, we didn't, we didn't make it down in time to see them, but uh, they sounded good from what I could hear. I mean, uh, he's a great singer. 
Dave Menachetti. Dave Menachetti. And he's a good really, singer. Well, here's why I'm bringing it up was because I just saw Y&T at the Sellersville Theater. Now you're saying, okay, that's a great place to see a show. And small crowd, I mean, it was sold out, but the place is not that big. But one thing that ran through my mind was the idea that do you feel at times that Kiss is almost trapped by the huge show? Because mm-hmm. one thing they've said is they don't change up the set list because they, they feel that, you know, obviously the lighting cues or whatever are, are based to a certain set list. And, this and, that and, the other. and here's when I really started thinking about. First of all, they were fantastic. Shout out to Y&T. Maybe somebody should create a Y&T podcast. I'll listen to that. There's already like 67 Kiss ones. Somebody make a Y&T one. But anyway, the, uh, like at one point, you know, they've actually gotten back to the point where it's kind of like you're just seeing people. You're just seeing a band. It's none of that like. Hey, people! Like, you know, it's all, like, rehearsed out. It's actually, like, he's just... And he, at one point, Dave Manichetti says, well, what songs do you want? And somebody yells out, Lonely Side of Town. Now, that's not... I mean, it's funny. <laughs> Y&T fans, I wonder if they're as hardcore as Kiss fans. That would is what I would call an obscure track. You know, uh-huh. it's off Mean Street, but it's, like, track six or seven or something like that. And they did it. And then they did... Somebody yells out, Surrender. And they did Surrender, not the Cheap Trick version, the uh, Y&T version. And... Like, went through the whole song, and it sounded phenomenal. And I thought to myself, you know, really, other than, like, the Revenge Club tour, or maybe, you know, these acoustic things, or... I mean, Kiss has always done the big show. Right. And they've always been tied to, okay, that's when this bomb's going to go off, and this, and that, and the other. And obviously, at this late in the game, I mean, they're probably not going to change that, but it was it was really fun kind of seeing a band just kind of... Really opening up their catalog. I mean, Y&T has had a long history, too. Now, n- never had the huge success that, you know, obviously Kiss had. But what do you think? I mean, obviously, and would you want, would you want to see these last couple laps? Would you want them to go back to no makeup, smaller venues, and just the ability to kind of do whatever they want? No. Bob's saying no. No, <sighs> no it's not going to happen. It's, it, that, that ship uh, has sailed. It's not going to happen. I agree, but it would be fun, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, it's it's just not going to happen, uh, and it it is kind of sad. But on the other hand, uh, you know, you think about how Kiss always has been, and they've always been creatures of habit. It's just the reality of this band, and the only difference between now and like 1977 is that you can look and see the set list for the last five or six shows. Whereas back in the 70s, you know, I was surprised the, the first time that my uncle took me to more than one show on a tour. You'd, like, see him in Dayton and then go to Cleveland and so on. And you'd, like, hey, we've never done this song before. Wait, they just did this in Dayton. <laughs> right, right. You know. And, but before you two gave it all away. <laughs> yeah, and, and wait a second. The people in Sheboygan were louder than the people in Dayton, and now the people in Cleveland are louder than the people in... Uh, I can't keep it and, straight. And, and every city is just like home for us. <laughs> right. It's just like home for us. <laughs> well, and when you would, yeah, last night, Cleveland was our home. You know, when you would do the multiple dates, you know, you'd see them and you go, wait a minute, I was there last night. That crowd was pretty loud, too. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but, you know, we didn't have the internet to ruin it all, so... But yeah, you know, I, I, it, it would be horrible, you know, someone singing a song and, you know, they decided to just, hey, we're going to do this one. And then uh, someone's standing in the wrong place and <laughs> there goes a fire pot. Right. Third degree burn. So, you know. <laughs> so, that's, I mean, it's funny. I mean, it's one of those things where you look at it and it, I would think in a way that that's always been one of their things is that they have this big, it's almost more of like a theatrical show. You know, they're, yeah. they're working at, 
you know, we got to have the right lighting cue and things like that. So I don't know. It's something that crossed okay, my that, mind. And- I mean, let's get to the, let's cut to the chase. <laughs> Here's the real story. What I believe, I mean, you know, you're going to, you're going to have the opening set to whatever it is. But anything in the middle can be changed. Right. I mean, you know, what, you know. Of course, the the, the song that Paul is going to fly on, and Gene's going to fly on, and the the opening and the closing. But anything in the middle of that, it could be anything any night. It's right. just you know, this is what we rehearsed, and this is what we're comfortable doing, and that's what it's going to be. They could even uh, program everything so that they have like a ten minute window that they could do what they want. See exactly. Go with just like the red spotlight. And, and, you know, I mean, obviously you can't, when you got 40,000 people and, you know, in, where they, were they, Columbia or whatever, you can't yell out, what do you want to hear? It's going to be, <laughs> oh, he can do it and he does it. And then he picks what song he was going to do. Anyway. Exactly. Right, right. Then they looks back down at the set list and goes, okay, this is the next one. <laughs> I, I, I used to love when he would get the, uh, the album titles wrong. This one comes off rock and roll over. And they go right in the, I stole your love. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I, I miss that stuff. I, I he did that a lot in the uh, in the nineties, like uh, around Revenge era. He would do that a lot. But now they've got the screens that they can look at right at their feet. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, now everybody's know everybody uh, realizes that. now everybody's like Ozzy. They all got teleprompters, <laughs> even if they if they need them or they don't need them. Yeah. Bob well, says that's, Bob that's says he's modern says, rock I fight touring. crime. I fight crime too. Bob says he listened to Dynasty. That was uh, that was there you go. Bob Brodsky, how are you, pal? Hey. The, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's funny because that's, I think, you know, the Revenge Club Tour was a lot of fun, and they mixed that up quite a bit, you know. But, yeah, I think at this late in the game, you know, and I don't think they're ever going to be one of those bands that goes and plays smaller places. I think this is it. Like, you know, you're going to play these huge things, and that's where that's how it's going to go but right to the why end. Why go backwards? You know what? It's funny. The only reason I thought about it was because I really enjoyed the Y&T show so much. Yeah. Was the fact that they pulled out songs that I even, like, the, there was one or two where I thought, what album's that on? Like, it wasn't something that jumped right to my mind. And, like, they were pulling out obscure songs. But I love Y&T. It's one of my other favorite bands. Has been for a long time. But we all got to that point where they were at that, we were like, ah, is it cool to be a Kiss fan? Right in the nineties, and it, when they it was were doing that, cool to be a kiss man. yeah. But when they were doing the club thing, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, it was like, oh my gosh. So I'd rather see him stay because there's not that many bands that can do this right level of performance. Agreed, sure. And who's going to take their place? That's the other sad thing. Why does somebody have to take their... I, I don't want to see a replacement. No, I don't, no, don't want to see... Not, not band-wise. I, I, there's nobody out there. Nobody does... The, bands don't do this anymore. They don't right. give a show. You're right. And then and you hear... I, I mean, not to critique, but then you hear whiners like, we're done. Uh-huh, Motley Crue. Um, <laughs> How about that? Nikki says he's never going to play another Motley Crue song, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, yeah, right. Well, even that, now that's something that's totally kind of related with Kiss, but is Motley Crue in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Yeah, no. Now, granted, you think, I mean, obviously, just from an attraction standpoint, Motley Crue at some point should go in. But nobody learns the lesson. Like, you know, all these people that say never, right. you can never say never. Kiss said never and, and never didn't make any bit of difference because they, they still had a reunion, you know. 
you know, they, they really were saying constantly in the 80s and the 90s, oh, never, we'll never get back with Ace Peter. Never, 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 never. <laughs> well, guess what? They got back together. You know, it's right. like, uh, you know, and they still say, I mean, maybe never now might mean more than it did then. But I mean, you know, it's just. It's just the same trap that a lot of people fall in. Everybody has this never attitude, and guess what? It happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not big on that where people say, well, this is the last time. Like, it's funny. This time of year at Monco, obviously, you got a lot of these kids that are graduating. Well, this is my last ever show on Monco Radio, or this is the last time I'll do this. I don't know. We'll still be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, because uh, Dad, you were just running down the hall to try and get your projects turned in. That's you know, I'd say, Bobby, come back to the kids' room. <laughs> I'm, like, sitting here going, wait, I'm 50. <laughs> well, it really wasn't running. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good, though. Pretty good. It's like Rodney Dangerfield back to school. <laughs> exactly. You're no respect. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me put everybody on hold for a second. We're going to go to the top of the hour. I'm going to play uh, the Kiss News, courtesy of Ken Mills. I'm going to listen to that in three, two, one. On this day in history, brought to you by the podcast in the Kiss Room. Now print it with real Kiss blood. On this day in history, May 8th, 1950, Mark Blankfield is born in Austin, Texas. He would later appear as the person conducting the interview with Gene and Paul on the Kiss Exposed home video. May 8th, 1975, Kiss plays Lockport, Illinois at Lewis University on the Dress to Kill tour. May 8, 1976, KISS appears in the current issue of Sounds Magazine. May 8, 1979, Circus Magazine features a full-page advertisement for KISS. May 8, 1982, Neil Bogart dies from cancer at the age of 39. He's best known as being the president and founder of Casablanca Records and Filmworks. Donna Summer and Neil Diamond gave eulogies at Neil's funeral. May 8, 1990, KISS plays the Tulsa Pavilion in Tulsa, Oklahoma on the Hot in the Shade Tour. May 8, 1993, Ace Fraley is performing his Just for Fun Tour at Cubby Bears in Chicago, Illinois. May 8, 1996, Barry Levine conducts a photo shoot with KISS. Many of the pictures are used in the Alive Worldwide 1996-1997 tour book. May 8th, 1998, Eric Singer appears at the KISS Expo in Helsingborg, Finland. May 8th, 2004, KISS rocks the nation during a concert at the Burswood Dome in Perth, Australia. May 8th, 2008, KISS is in Oberhausen, Germany, where they participate in a press conference in the afternoon, then a full rehearsal in preparation for the opening night of the European leg of their Alive 35 tour. May 8, 2013, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, and Tommy Thayer perform Rock and Roll All Night and Lick It Up, along with Hotter Than Hell at the grand opening of the Rock and Brews Restaurant in Torrance, California. And that was This Day in History, May 8th, brought to you by the Podkist and the Kiss Room. We still play with our Kiss color form sets. I said you'll have fun, and I won't disappoint you. You wanted the best and you got it!
Kiss Army. We're back. It's 4 o'clock. We're here in the Kiss Room. I got Chris Giordano. I got Bobby Dreyer. And I'm bringing up the phones. We're going to have Andrew Scambatti calling in from Mr. Speed. Andrew, are you there? Yeah, hey, but don't forget, you also have Rich Kosak from Mr. Speed here with me. Fantastic. That's awesome. Let me fade this down. Now, it's funny because you know, the, the phone in here kind of stinks. So I, I heard him say that, and then I was like, oh, that's awesome. So that's, you, you know, know. A- Andrew, I never heard you pronounce your own last name. How do you say your own last name? Scambatti. So we're, we are right, you know. So I said it right. Yeah, no, I, I it's hey, just, I, I've, heard, I've heard it butchered like so many times. Like, I, I, like, I, I didn't know if you did pronounce the G for we sure. We said Kamzarovsky the other day, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mark. So how are you guys? We're doing well. Hello, hello. So now, we talked to you last time. Now, obviously, one of the things I wanted you to talk about was you just posted that Mr. Speed, the world's greatest tribute band, is going to be playing at Cadillac, Michigan in October. Tell us about that. Well, the, uh, the whole thing has been a long time coming. It's uh, the 40th anniversary of the historic KISS visit to Cadillac in October of 1975. And Mr. Speed has had a long-running relationship with that town. We've played up there probably a half a dozen times. We're the only KISS tribute band that's ever played in Cadillac, to my knowledge, uh, since KISS there, played there in 75. And we've got a very, very incredible relationship with Jim Neff, who is the gentleman that orchestrated that historic visit back in 75. Uh, we're still very friendly with Jim, talk to him on a weekly, sometimes daily basis. And we know that Jim has put a lot of his heart and soul into this since that weekend in October of 75. So we're thrilled to be the tribute band that's going and helping to celebrate the 40th anniversary of that weekend. So that's October 9th and 10th coming up. And I had gotten an email from Coach Neff saying that this year's homecoming coincides with the 120th anniversary of Cadillac Viking football. So some special festivities are being planned. But that the weekend will also include the homecoming football game, a kiss-themed additions to the homecoming parade, a recreation of the concert, obviously, with you guys. And here's the thing that really surprised me, the unveiling of a permanent kiss monument. And they're going to show a walking tour of historical markers at specific spots in the town that, I guess, from when they were there. So think about that. You guys are going to be part of something really cool. And I think a lot of KISS fans, I think, would be making that trip. Yeah, we we hope to see as many KISS fans as we can. Uh, When we played there last time, we actually had fans from where we are from in Cleveland, Ohio, fans from Michigan, fans from all over the Northern Hemisphere that came to our first show there. Our first show there was in uh, October 2008, and then we came back October 2009 for our homecoming kiss. So we're, we're excited. I understand that Paul Stanley has posted that on his Twitter, and Kiss has even shared the actual event on their actual homepage. So it's going to be a huge, huge event. You know, hopefully, like Kiss did in 75, hopefully we'll get the key to the city, and obviously they'll probably change the locks the very next day. <laughs> Now, when you go into something like that, and obviously they're, they're talking about a very specific time, Will you change up your set list at all, or, or how are you going to attack? You know, are you going to have the costumes that are going to reflect exactly that time, or what can we expect, or is that all top secret? Uh, none of it's top secret. None of us are doing anything that's original. So what we try to do is we just put the Mr. Speed spin on it. We try, we're going to pull out some deep tracks from the Kiss Vault, and we're going to do a lot of the things that they did that same weekend in that show. The cool thing for us is – we actually get to play in the same gymnasium that KISS played wow. that weekend. You know, we're, we've done some shows up there. We played in the uh, 
the auditorium of the high school, which we sold out a few years ago, 710 people. But now we actually get to play in the same gymnasium where this historic concert took place. And when you talk to Jim about it, you know, there were 43 million people that attended that show that night. <laughs> right, I think, exactly. in, I, I think in actuality, there was probably maybe about 2,000 people that, that went, if uh, I remember the story correctly. And we just have an extreme love affair with that town. It's, it's just a great place, and I know that there's going to be KISS fans from all over uh, the U.S., and maybe even from abroad, uh, that, that come to this event. You know, going to see the different things around town, the different places that the band went to, um, and just being a part of it there at the school for us, every time we go back, it's like the first time. You know, it's funny. I think the one thing that's going to be very important, you guys are going to pose for about 8 billion photos. That weekend, you know, I can imagine everybody with a camera and a cell phone is going to want that picture with the band in Cadillac, and that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to cost them, though. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. What's the meet and greet for Mr. Speed, Andrews? <laughs> meet and greet for Mr. Speed is one slice of pizza from Newport Pizza <laughs> in Hotel Park, New York. <laughs> No, no, in, in actuality, we do a meet and greet after every one of our shows. We're actually, we just got finished with Soundcheck at a show we're doing in MacArthur, Ohio today. Uh, but at every show that we do, we do a meet and greet after the show. It's free of charge. You can take your picture with us. You can do whatever you want with us. Talk kits with us. Talk what you like. Talk what you didn't like. We also sell T-shirts, photos, the whole nine yards. So we're much like Kiss in the, in the business sense, but uh, it doesn't cost anything to meet us. Now, do you have much detail on the on the event itself? I know that they started a new website, which is KissCadillac.com, and it says a schedule of events, ticket information for the Kiss Tribute Concert featuring Mr. Speed. Sponsorship opportunities and ways for fans to donate to the monument are available. Now, so are they, they're talking about having this monument, but are they looking to raise funds, Like, and are you aware of that at all? Yeah, they, you know, I, I've talked to Jim a number of times about this, and, uh, you know, Jim is actually more the, the guy that would have his finger on the trigger of, of these sort of answers. But um, they are accepting donations from fans. There are websites set up. Mr. Speed is probably going to make a considerable donation before the event takes place because we do have such a love affair with that town. We want to be able to say that we contributed to one of the markers or to the monument itself. I know that the monument itself is quite an undertaking. They've uh, they had to order that that lab of uh, material from someplace overseas, and it's going to take a number of months to get back over here to the States and then have all of the work done to it. So wow. It's quite a production, um, but what isn't a production when it comes to KISS, you know? Exactly. It's got to be over the top. It can never be something simple. It's got to be something that's way over the top. <laughs> yeah, of course. Just like us. You know, it's full of subtleties. That's fantastic. So will your set list stick to like pretty much the exact set list they would have played at that show? Well, the funny thing is, is I know there are a lot of fans that think that that show was archived either on audio or video, but I don't really know what they played. I could assume it was you know a typical 1975 Dress to Kill Tour set list, but you know, like Rich said earlier, we're going to do a lot of songs that they did back then. We're also going to do cool songs that, uh, that, that Mr. Speed did. I'll let you know a little secret. You know, we just finished Soundcheck, and we just performed Baby Driver for the very first time that this lineup is oh, there you go. So, oh, wow. So, you know, there's always going to be cool songs that Mr. Speed does. So, yes, there'll be a ton of songs pulled from the 1975 uh, Alive show, but there's also going to be a ton of songs that we don't do from the Alive show because, remember, it's a band that has a 40-year history, and Mr. Speed has always prided itself on playing everything from the very first album until Monster. 
And we, we've worked on Samurai Song for a little bit. Okay, but everybody who's listening, go to your copy of Kiss Alive Forever, the complete touring history. See if that date's in there, because, you know, they, they might have a, have a, you know, an approximate set list. I'd be curious. But that's pretty fantastic. So, what, do you guys have a gig tonight? Where are you at? We are in MacArthur, Ohio, at the Wild Turkey Festival. This is a festival that we played at two times <laughs> prior to tonight. So anybody in the, in the Southern Ohio area that's listening, I don't know if anybody is actually listening from the Southern Ohio area, but we are playing there tonight. All the information is on our Facebook page or our website, which is www.mrspeedonline.com. Okay, so it's the Wild Turkey Festival. The yeah. turkeys are going to join the most things you say. That's, They're going to put, be party encore. Is, this, you know, <laughs> uh, is, is anybody going to be still standing by then? <laughs> Well, we don't know if it's wild turkey, the actual animal, or if it's the uh, alcohol. Right. Well, there's all this, right? <laughs> Woo, that's cool. The, uh, so, anything else you want to share with the people that are listening? We got people tuned in all over the planet here in the Kiss Room. I appreciate Rich and Andrew that you called in. Well, we just want to say we're we're really excited to not only play in Cadillac like we talked about, but we're very excited to play all the shows on our summer tour this year. For those of you fans that don't know, this is Mr. Speed's 21st year as an active touring, playing, recording, wherever have you band. So most marriages don't last 21 months, but this band has lasted 21 years. Wow. I will send a shout-out to my And Andrew's not wife. even 21. I'm married 20 years at the end of this month, so shout-out, Amy Porter. How are you? Look at that. May, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. I mean, so at 20 years. The uh, All right, anything else you want to say before we cut you loose? You know, I just want to uh, thank everybody out there for the support. Those of you who have actually come to see our band, uh, whether it was, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, last month, it doesn't matter. We appreciate it. We know that we've met a lot of really great people along the way, and we've got a lot of surprises in store for people. You know, actually, we just turned down a gig in Jamaica this week, if you can believe that. Wow. Um, yeah, turned it down because we, we it just really wasn't um, – you know, wasn't in the cards for, for our band at this time. Well, it, it was a nudist hotel, so we didn't really want to play kids in the nude. So. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's Michael Kelly said at the start of the show. He says, oh, we're in here. It was the naked because we I'm like, no, 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 not with me in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we just really, this band has always been about, you know, giving the Kiss fans, you know, what we would want a tribute band to do if we went to see one. So just like, you know, Kiss was always based upon the band that they wanted to see live. We take that same concept and put it into this band. So, again, thanks to all the KISS fans out there who have seen us in the past and those who haven't and maybe are making plans to do so. And if it happens to be in Cadillac in October, we're going to have one hell of a rock and roll party that weekend. I can guarantee it. I bet. That's going to be fantastic. I think it's great that the whole community there sounds like they're really kind of rallying behind this big event. And uh, that's going to be fantastic. So now let me ask you a question. You guys do a lot of songs from the different eras. Do you do Torpedo Girl live? Uh, we haven't done it yet, but um, if you want to make a nice charitable mm. donation. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's one of, the, one of the questions that we had in the Kiss Room the other day was around, like, I think it's around 151. He says, Ace kind of mumbles something. Now, Anthony out in Red Rock, Texas, he says the line is, could be. Ace says something, and everyone was kind of trying to decide what it was that he says in Torpedo Girl. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because I don't know what Ace says now. Yeah. <laughs> but if you listen to it, you know. And in fact, why don't we cue that up? Why don't we? Listen I want to hear it. it. Yeah. We're gonna play it, and everybody who's listening in the Kiss Room, you post what you think it is. Rich, Andrew, thanks for calling in. We're gonna go to this song right now. For everybody who's maybe you know at the poolside with Jimmy Z. 
Thanks, guys. We'll see you. All right, man. Later. Thanks, man. Later. How's it going? So somebody figure out what it is. He kind of mumbles. His, I think it could be, could be. You know, you never know. So it's like uh, we're gonna go from there. But hey, I think I fun. still missed it. So <laughs> thanks to Rich and Andrew from calling in from Mr. Speed. Thanks to Ken for calling in. We had a good time talking to him too. The uh, Guillermo Rascon listening out in San Antonio, Texas, says he's listening. He posted about it on on his Instagram. Thank you very much for sharing that. 
Bobby Getchell from Dress to Kill. He says this is his first time listening, and he really likes it, so I'm thrilled with that. We should have him come down. Bobby, hey, dude, Bobby Getchell! If you can get All down right. here, I'd love that, or we'll have you call in. You, I bet you got some good kiss stories. The uh, Iron Boston, he actually just posted uh, another link for, uh, there's a, a raffle going on for a set of the kiss figures. And he's really working hard trying to get the word out about his Tom Hale Memorial Fund. They want to have a big event in 2016, but, you know, like everything, it costs money. So, you know, if you got a couple dollars to throw toward Ira, if you want to donate toward the big statue, hey, man, that's all good. You know, you get all this for free. I give you the kiss room for free. So it's, you know, (laughs) I never ask you for a penny. And we're going to be giving away an Eric Carr statue. I think we're going to give that away in June. So we got a lot of things. Maybe July. I don't know. We'll, we're going to talk to Martin D. DiMasso. He, he found one. He says, you know what? I want to give it to one of your listeners. So I said, that'd be cool. So, all right. Now, Bob, I know you got to go because you're going to see King's X tonight, right? No, so- no, no. It's, uh, it is uh, Doug Pinnock from King's X uh, with Corey Glover over at the Sellersville Theater, which is going to be you know, an amazing show. And then Corey will be with... Uh, Eric Miller, who's on the Kiss Room for the Epilepsy Concert, uh, the Concert for uh, Epilepsy Awareness on May 30th, a tribute to Paul McCartney that night. Uh, producer Mark Hudson's going to be on the bill. Tony Coelho, author of the ADA, nice. is going to be speaking. Amazing. So, you know, uh, great shout out again to Eric Miller. Hit him up on Facebook. But yeah, I got to get ready to rock and uh, get we a couple things. need to bring things. Mark Hudson up here to the Kiss Room. We could hear some Aerosmith stories. Uh, we have a couple stories. things uh, coming in. Well, Mark with Ozzy, too. Right? You know, you know uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter and, and everything else. I want to do else. that song, Happy. If you're happy, it's cool. If you're ha- if you're trying to be someone else, you're a fool. If you're happy, that's cool, because that's all there you gotta is. got to throw that video up in the eyes. <laughs> I love that. On there. That's, a gra- that's a great song. It's really, and I would love it if he would actually come in here. That'd be fun. So, you know, because he did that rock and roll fantasy camp with Paul, that, that show. He, that, you he know, so. did a lot. Um, yeah, you know, he was, uh, you know, Mar- and then Mark was Ringo's producer for uh, nine albums. Wow. Which is, uh, then his brothers, the Hudson brothers, I mean, his niece, Kate, you know. That's fun stuff. Kenny Edmondson checking in. How are you, pal? Nice to see you. Now, let me ask you, you got to run real quick, but I think you want to talk about, can you tell us, we last uh, month, or I yes. guess it was last month, we talked about a date coming up in October at Havana, the dates Correct. changed, right? It, it changed. It was October 11th, Sunday. It is now October 24th, Saturday evening. I posted up there. It's 9 p.m., which uh, should be fine. You know, everything's good. You know, it's a Saturday. You don't have to get up early in the morning. You know, you can say, oh, but, you know. Now, look, be- also, you figure October 24th, that's the Saturday prior to Halloween. So that in uh, mm. the Saturday prior to Halloween in New Hope, that's got to be fun. <laughs> Anytime hey, in New Hope on a Saturday, that'd be fun. a blast. So everybody, mark, remark your calendar. Scratch off. We I think we had said it was the eleventh. Remark it now. October twenty fourth. It's a Saturday at Havana in New Hope. That'll be a blast. So we'll have all kind of fun with that. And it, obviously, you guys remember rock and roll over from yeah. a couple months. Saturday's ago. definitely better than a Sunday. Sure. Yeah. Well, the, the oh, original yeah. Sunday was going to be around six o'clock, which yeah, is good. Well, you know, if you're you know on a school night. But the uh, but I think Saturday night close to Halloween, would be nice. Everybody will have their nice fall kind of clothes on. Jerry's nice working out. on a couple really good that you know there's a lot I can't let the cat out of the bag on this one but there's going to be some You can't uh, let the cat out of the bag but he's got nine lives. He oh, do. He do. <laughs> 
All right. So now with that in mind, Chris, what do you have coming up? Hysteria? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, like just like kissing the loft on Tenny's 23rd Street, we're just rehearsing our butts off. And, you know, it's like Rome wasn't built in the day and we are working on like we are like the Michelangelo of kiss tributes. I mean, this, <laughs> when, when this thing comes out, it's going to be perfect. I mean, in every form and fashion. So, I mean, all I can tell you is every time we play, it sounds, I mean, any depending on what song we're playing, it sounds either like just like Kiss Alive or Kiss Alive 2. And we're, I mean, we're being like really hardcore. We're just like, you know, and it, it took me a while to come around to this way of thinking, but, um, you know, we're sticking to the seventies. We're, you know, nothing, I'm not going to go start the whole bashing Tommy and everything, but we are attributing the original four and we're sticking to it. That's our plan and we're sticking to it. So we're not going to get into the void or no. And it's just going to be all up to about 1979. Yeah, the main the main set's going to be like basically up to the the the, the meter of the set's probably going to be up to seventy seven, and then you know in an encore we might go up to seventy nine. But right. you know we might maybe maybe just put our toe in nineteen eighty. But that's about it. <laughs> well, now when you consider uh, and, 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 and that's stuff, not, and that's not. Emergency. I say I say into the void because you know it's a figure it's the original four or yeah. maybe not depending on if you listen to that latest podcast. I don't know who played. On uh, yeah, that. that that's the thing you know. <laughs> but uh, you know you know that part again. You never say never. But we are really focusing on the uh, hardcore seventies original four. You know we're I, you know it's like. I, I even I even like stop singing reunion. I'm like I'm actually going to sing like the seventies. I'm going to do all the raspy wild seventies stuff. You know, like a Strada, I know she'll just make you cry. Ah like all that stuff. <laughs> you know, you think I can't do it? Guess what? I could do it all day long. Well, but, you know, that. yeah, so it's you gotta, fun. You got to put fun, a you know? date, you got to get yeah. a date on the calendar, you know, because it takes, I got to be at least like six months out so I can know when the date is. So. Oh, yeah. No, but that's, we are going to work on that tune, having an actual date to uh, work towards, but um, we don't really want to put any kind of uh, set limits on it because there's so much we really want to do and build, you know, so it, it really, like, you know, it really is worth the wait. It, and, and the more we play, the better it sounds. Well, you know, we love all the Kiss tribute bands. I mean, obviously, Rock and Roll Over, we had you guys in, Kisteria. I wish I could get you guys to come play a set for us here in the Kiss Room. And, of Maybe. course, everybody, if you're listening live, tomorrow, 1 to 3, oh, I'm going to have a live 75 here. Anthony DeLucia and his guys. And we're going to have, obviously, a special treat for the Kiss Room. J.R. Smalling himself will be here. That's awesome. If you're listening to the Kiss Room and the name J.R. Smalling... Are we invited back or is this a private it, uh, show? Well, you can come back tomorrow. It'd be great <laughs> yeah. fun. And, and Len D'Alessio, you know, the cover of uh, Got to Choose, the book. That's one of his famous photos. Cool. We're going to talk to everybody. It's going to be a blast. And I actually got all kinds of surprises for tomorrow. We, it's funny the, the connections that you make. And people go, hey, look, I'm also a Kiss fan. Yeah, see, Bob's making the sound of eating something. I'm going to tell that story tomorrow when we're live. I, I, got, to meet, I got to meet and uh, uh, know JR a little bit when, through Mick Campisi when, uh, when I met Mick at uh, Gene's book signing back in 2008. And uh, unfortunately, Mick's no longer with us. But um, uh, Mick, uh, as we were waiting in line to, to go see Gene, like I, I got friendly with Mick, and I, it was such a funny story because, like, at first I didn't recognize him, and he's trying to tell me, "Oh, I was in the original road crew, man. I can't even get to the front." And I'm like, "Look at him, like he's nuts." And and then I realized, "Oh my God, it's Mick Campisi in front of me." And and <laughs> you know, we actually uh, by the time we got to the front of the line, we were friends, and he invited me to stick around after um, the signing and. 
And then we looked at the window and, and JR was pulling up and, and he's like, oh, there, there, there's Junior. And when I saw Junior, I knew Junior from pictures and stuff. I'm like, wow, this this is really Mick Campisi. And next thing you know, like, we were just like hanging around and um, talking to Gene afterwards. And uh, Mick actually even uh, gave me passes for Vegas and um, that year. And it, it was awesome. I got pictures I could probably put on the page later. That's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's something I really want to talk with them tomorrow, but one of the, we had Mick Campese on the kiss room. He called in. Remember that it was yeah. back. It was like November, 2012. I don't know for sure, but I think that might be one of his very last interviews because I mean, you figure Maybe. that was, you know, and I mean, obviously I don't, I can't necessarily confirm that because I don't have a, you know, a list of all of his shows that he had done, but it could be, you know, so there's, it's and that's, if you go to the replay page on the kissroom.com, you know, I have that list that under all the shows, you can hear that he's got some great stories of, you know, in the original time. And obviously we're going to talk about their book tomorrow. They, you know, you're out on the streets, JR and Peter or Kinto, known as Moose, you know, they have their book. And uh, we're going to talk about that, too. So if anybody's out there, and again, we love all the tribute bands. You know, and Alive 75 is fantastic, and we're talking to them, too. So it's going to be a blast here in the Kiss Room. So we're working on that. You got that coming up. So obviously, Bobby, you're looking to jet out of here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cue up another song. Eileen said, can you play me this one? And Chris, I think you sang one for her, but we're going to play this. We're going to take a minute here. It's 420 here in the Kiss Room. 420? Oh, no. Mine's me.
That's right, Kiss Army. That was uh, Kenny Lesso from Clashing Plaid, my buddy. He actually asked we could play that. I want to send a shout-out to the Ian Murray all the way down in Australia. He actually sent me that copy of Double Platinum, and it's a Japanese import. So I got a... Ja- oh, see, though, look at that. Oh, I love this song, but I'm going to cut it off because I'm a powerful and attractive man. Look at that. The uh, He sent me that copy of Double Platinum. It's a Japanese import that I now got from Australia. So that CD has seen a lot of the world, way more of the world than I have. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So Ian Murray, thanks, pal. And, uh, and we're back. Now, here's the funny thing. We actually have probably about 25 minutes left. I want to hear from all of you. Who wants to call in? You can call in at 215-619-7366. The lines are open because Bob had to leave and, you know, uh, Michael Kelly had to leave. It's me and Chris. I'm Chris, still here. How are you, pal? I'm just, we were just thinking, like, you know, like, what's Kiss doing? Like, well, we got to figure out what, what are we going to talk about with Kiss right now? I know uh, the, the LA Kiss played Vince's uh, football team, the Outlaws, and I heard that the Outlaws, uh, I guess, uh, gave Kiss a little bit of a beatdown, right? You know, it's, uh, they should do a whole thing. It would be, you know, uh, Kiss versus Motley Crue, you never know. I'm, the, I'm surprised uh, Paul and Gene didn't go at it with Vince, like double team Vince, and they, they were all sitting together. <laughs> Vince is probably wasted anyway. They're all having a good time. Hey, you know, we never know. The, uh, you know, you never know. But the. Uh, they probably didn't even realize it's team one. <laughs> no, it's funny. I mean, I really want to send a shout out to like the Podkiss and Strange Ways and Podcast Rock City and Pods and Sides and everybody who's really doing a Justin show. Justin Boyd all the time. down in Australia! And who's on the what line? What is going on? It's Joe C from Joe. Detroit saying hello, my hey, brother. Hey, Joe. What's up, Joe? How you doing, Joe? I love it. I just want to say I love you guys. I'm, I'm representing, as you saw, with my shirt. Everyone keeps asking me, so I told everyone to log in. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll tell you, we really do have people tuned in all over the planet because I can see where you're at. But the uh, now, you got your Kiss Room shirt on. That's the coolest yes. thing. But now, coming up soon, you actually made an appearance on the podcast. Yes. That and was- I will be wearing my podcast shirt for that. <laughs> you know, so what's going on out there today in Detroit Rock City? It is a lazy weekend. I'm not doing a darn thing. I'm going to be listening to the podcast tomorrow from 1 to 3. Nice. Or the kiss room. The kiss Excuse room. me, from 1 to 3. It's another, it's another kiss special room kiss room. <laughs> That's right. From 1 to 3 tomorrow, I'm going to have it loud, pumping through all my house on the sound bars. That's and awesome. after that, I'm going to do yard work if it doesn't rain. <laughs> <laughs> now, how, how far are you from Cadillac? I am about three hours. I'm thinking about doing it and going to the, the, the two-day event. I, uh, I just have to present it to my wife in the right way. <laughs> Her mom lives like a half hour from there, so I'm thinking we're going to go visit my mother-in-law. See, now look, you can score points by going to visit mm-hmm. your mother-in-law and get to yep. go to that event. Yeah. I think you are the winner, winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, I love it. There I you go. Like that that. Is, uh, I, I already wrote it down. I'm just working on my pitch. I just got to figure out how I can sell it. You got to, well, yeah. I mean, you kill two birds with one stone. I mean, for me, uh, a three hour drive is like a, uh, it's like a walk in a park. I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> Chris puts a lot uh, of All the driving I do every day. <laughs> well, you know, now it's funny. You said you can go see your mother-in-law, Chris, and post and raise a toast for everybody on Mother's Day. Obviously, is this weekend. So all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. You know, it's, uh, it's a good thing. So I like to say to all the mothers that I made moms, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Which is my take me home. my wife. <laughs> I'm looking for one to take me home and mother me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And mother me. Mother me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You guys. Mama! Well, thanks for tuning in, pal. We really appreciate it. And thanks for always Rock sharing the link. I really appreciate that. I mean, really, always. We, we have a lot of people always. piling in today, you know, into the Kiss Room. And I really, I know a lot of these people that share the link. It's funny, you know, all, 
I post that every time. Look, it's a party. Hit the share button. And, you know, I'll get a dozen, maybe 20 people. I'm thinking, does everybody just skip over it? Did they just not hit the button? But, hey, man, who am I to say? So It pops up on my phone as soon as it says that Matt Porter shared a link. I click the button. I hit share as soon as it shows up on my phone. <laughs> That's there you awesome. Go. Well, thanks Have for Have an amazing in. day, my brothers. You too, Joe. Have a good one. See ya. Bye-bye. See, that was fun. See, we're live. We're so live. You can all call wow. in 215. I don't think we ever did this, like a random phone call. call there we oh, go. Here we go. Hello, hello. Who hello. We got? Kiss Room, you're live. Hey, it's Eileen. 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 Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear. Hey. Oh, my God. I have literally five minutes to say hello, so I wanted to say hello before I ran my ass. Oh, sorry. Oops. I think you can, can say, say that. Yeah. You can say okay, that. I can say ass? Yeah. Okay. Before I run my ass out to take my son to karate. So I wanted to say hi to you guys, and thanks for the shout-out and everything. I appreciate that. So now on this week, you figure now you've made a first-ever appearance on The Kiss Room, and Chris dedicated a song to there you, you go, on Facebook. There you go. Look at that. Wow. Hot, hot. Hotter than hell, you oh, know she's no. gonna leave you well done. You can't even get a word in edgewise with Chris. He just keeps uh, going. All right, I'll shut up now. Uh, you got you got five minutes. Go. I don't even. Okay. Um, I don't know. I was just you caught me off guard, Chris. But I appreciate all your shout outs and the songs and and you guys are awesome. It makes my day when I have such a crappy day. Can I say crappy? Am I allowed to say? I, I think crappy. crappy. You're just going to test the boundaries now, aren't you? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to watch my mouth. You know, I'm going to I'm going to keep telling my mouth down. I know it's a it's a, a family show, so to well, I don't know, so to speak. But um, thank you guys, I really appreciate everything. You guys are awesome. You rock. I I'm love surprised. It. You know, Gene should have come up with a song called "Watch Your Mouth" because <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't be any fun. Right, right. I just want to watch you talk. Of, yeah, double entendre. You know what I mean, kind of thing. So. But, um, yeah, thank you, guys. I literally am out the door. So, Chris, thank you. You rock. I love you. And oh, you're you welcome. guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. And, Matt, you, you know how I feel about you. You're an awesome dude. I, you're I awesome, Eileen. I, I love it. Well, I love gonna, it. i got to get out the door. Here's a, song for, here's a song for you and all the mothers on Mother's Day. And you're in yes. the Kiss Room on Marco Radio where music and minds meet. Woo! All right.
All right. That's going to go out to everybody. That's a little motivation for the weekend. Bob Brodsky says, I love Killers. Great show today. Thanks, Bob. That means a lot coming from you. Joe Favarosa says, love the song Down on Your Knees is a Mother's Day dedication. <laughs> hey, look. Now that's a family show. <laughs> you know, right there. Hey, look, it's, uh, it's all innuendo or in the front door or get somewhere. Get it in you end <laughs> Let's see. Who's on the line right now? Hey. Marty, how are you, hey. pal? Marty, keep yourself alive. Keep yourself alive, all you people. Uh, see, I, I don't, for some reason, that song reminds me of you. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> hey, anyway. Tomorrow will be yesterday, and then we're in the weekend. That's right. And it'll be Monday. So, <laughs> so what's happening, pal? Calling all, calling all the way from New York City. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of the city uh, this weekend to go see some friends in Brookhaven by Widener for Mother's Day. Well, that sounds so, like uh, fun. Yeah. So, you know, Matt, so like you said not too long ago, I'm going to, I'll either mail it or when I see it at the end of May, the uh, Eric Carr statue with the bubble glass that I got for it. Um, I found it back in August or October of last year around Halloween. And I just never put it up. And I said to myself, you know what? There's got to be somebody or a listener in the kiss room or all over the world that would probably love to have it, you know? And my thing of it is, is, is if I can give it away and make someone happy, that's what life is all about. Now, that's so one of those... why I'm doing it, and it's up to you on how you want to do it. Well, now, that's one of those classic Eric Carr. We've had Eric Tato Rock's car in here talking about it. I think the one that you found, he's in the Elder costume? Yes, I, I believe so. Um, I bought it last year, and underneath it, it has uh, his sister, um, Eric Carr's sister wrote, 80 slash 150. So I guess, uh, I guess it's the 80th made out of 150. So that's you know, probably her, a collector's item. With her initials. I guess it is. Yeah, that's what the guy told me when I bought it. Well, you know, so. here's what I was thinking was, you know, Eric Carr's birthday is coming up. It's July 12th. So obviously if we do something in our July, maybe I'll announce it in June and then give away the, the statue on the July edition of the Kiss Room. So you got to, people, you got to keep, you know, keep yourself tuned in because you'll find out how you might just be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, Italian dinner. <laughs> you know, Italian dinner. I'll take anything, barbecue, tacos, whatever. Italian dinner, chicken dinner. So what's happening, pal? Bill's Burgers in Manhattan. <laughs> um, not, not much. I'm just like enjoying everything. I hope you guys have a good weekend, man. Too. I'm working on it. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be uh, again tomorrow. So anybody we'll be on the radio again. In, we'll be back again tomorrow. Live on the air. Three. Now, it's funny. If you really, if you mark down these dates, obviously, if you go to the live page of thekissroom.com, I do have a, a schedule up for the summer already. You know, we have yeah. June 12th. We have July 10th. We have August 14th. So I do have pretty much all the dates for the rest of the year. You're going to be here on 9-11, listed. it looks like. Well, you know, Friday, yeah. um, September 11th. So maybe we'll do some kind of special show. I mean, I don't know. It's, that's a tough day. Yeah. But, the uh, you know, and we have one Friday the 13th again. We had a bunch of Friday the 13th this year. October so was, 9th is uh, a special day. That was the day I met Paul Stanley um, after the reunion show in Philadelphia. 1996, October 9th. Nice. Yeah. I was I was the uh, it was the first time I guess I was well I I, I talked to him at the uh, Philly Expo I at the uh, remember the actual the, the New York Expo at the Roseland I, I I actually got to talk to him on his microphone no. but then I actually got to meet him October 9th looks the like following we, year looks like we lost Marty I don't know he's probably driving around let me hang this phone back up 
Hey, that's cool. See, the problem is some people, are t- they're just texting me saying, well, I listen on my phone, so I can't call you if I'm, well, you know what? You could tune out for two seconds and call us, 215-619-7366. We're live in the KISS room. we got about 10 minutes left, so if you want to call in, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, obviously, I think between the uh, the rest of this KISS tour, there's the cruise coming up. you got the Indiana Expo coming up, right? That looks like a lot of fun, Indianapolis. Which I would love to get to once. I never got to that one yet. I think they have Eric Singer going out there. It was a bunch of people posting that they had bought the VIP tickets. I think the VIP tickets are sold out. So it's like maybe next month we'll get somebody to call in and give us a wrap-up of how that was. That looks like it would be a lot of fun. I love the Kiss Expos. I think they're so much fun. I mean, especially now, the fun part is you get to meet everybody and just kind of find out who's out there and, and who's on the line here in the Kiss Room where Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Hey, what's up, Matt? It's Javier. Javier, how are Javier? you? Javier! Doing wonderful on yourself. Now, Javier, I got to tell you, I was telling somebody a story the other day, how you actually connected with somebody who lives like right around the corner from you that found out you're both KISS fans. Yes, I did. It was quite amazing. Met each other on the KISS Room Facebook page, and within a couple, you know, text back and forth, found out we live right near each other. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's going on out there today? How you been? I've been wonderful, you know, no complaints, you know. How can you complain when you have two kiss rooms one day after another? You know, speaking of kiss rooms, you have an original kiss pinball machine, don't you? Yes, I do. What do you think of the new one? I like it, you know. it's. I would love to be able to play it. I don't know if I'll ever see one in person, you know. I think it's great, but, you know, my heart lies with the original, you know what I'm saying? See, that's what we were talking about, was at this point, where do you go? I mean, I guess they're expecting people to buy it for their collections or for their kiss rooms, but there's not really like arcades anymore. You know, where do you go? It used to be, now it's funny, because I say this all the time, is think about that, where the day where you could take your stack of quarters and be pretty happy for at least an hour in the arcade. Now, I don't even know where there is one anymore. Well, there's one down, there's one at the uh, at the M3, at the um, Merriweather Pavilion. There's a little <laughs> arcade section, and they have a Kiss Pinball Machine, which was happened to be out of order when we were there. Uh, in fact, uh, Paulette and I have a, a photo standing in front of it, but it says out of order. And um, But then, uh, apparently, the night before, it was working. And, but then I heard it breaks down a lot. And then you have like, <laughs> and there was an Elvis one there. I think the Stones, you know. So, so like, at least there you, you could go play it whenever you go see a show at the Merriweather Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland. Nice. But yeah, uh, a couple of places here in town, but really nothing like there used to be. You know. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I want to go play it. Like, you know, we got to find a place. Maybe we can find out, okay. you know, where we can get one. Now, it's funny. I, I've had you on. I think you called in or you had won something from us before. But tell us, like, how did you originally discover Kiss? Oh, wow. Uh, it was actually from a neighbor of mine. When I was a kid, I was, like, in kindergarten and hung out with him and went over to his house. And his older brothers introduced me to it. And ever since then, you know, I've been a lifelong fan. You know, I was, geez, near age of like five six years old you know so i can remember a lot of things from back then but like i tell my son you know i was a kid that you know from the time i woke up to the time i came home i was gone i was out playing whatever you know so i didn't really go to a lot of stores with my mom at the time and i missed out on all the merch wow you know so now you know back in the 80s you know i was able to get some of the merch then you know but you know it's like i remember the music coming out i remember dynasty i was actually in mexico when dynasty came out <laughs> and i bought the record and 
a cousin of mine that was there, you know, I gave it to her while I was there, and I, you know, we burned that that record down. <laughs> I mean, we listened to it constantly, but I ended up leaving it with her and came back to the stage, you know, and, you know, like I said, I can remember when Unmasked and all that came out, you know. Now, but, Dynasty, did your copy of Dynasty have a lot of skips in it? Uh, no, it didn't. I remember, and it's funny because I had a couple of those Kiss posters that came with it because the copy, we kept getting Dynasty and they'd skip, skip, skip. And I'll tell you, I don't think I ever heard that last note of that solo until uh, until I got it on CD because I don't think I ever had a copy that didn't skip right on that last note. Huh, no, this one <laughs> was fine, you know. But, you know, like I said, you know, it's, they've always been a part of my life and they always will continue to be, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love, yeah, love the band, you know, all phases of them, you know, a couple things I don't agree with, but, you know, hey, you can never make everybody happy, you know what I mean? Got that right. But, Amen know, to that. You know, but, I mean, it's the music. That's, that's what it is. To me, it always was the music, you know? Absolutely. I love it, and, you know, I'll forever be a fan. And I want to thank you again for those copies that you uh, made for me It. I appreciate it. You know those. Absolutely, sure. Well, I, I'm I glad I got to I got to use that clip. Where you, hey, you smell all that pot? <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yes, well, thanks it. for calling yeah, in, Javier. You. It was nice talking to you. Everything. All right. Thanks, pal. See, See you soon. Okay, we're gonna cut out because we're we're just about done. We got a little, just about a minute left. Uh, Jerry Lee Watkins says he's traveling through Allentown, PA, rocking the live stream. Have a great weekend. And Robert Bentley says, "What's going on, rockers?" And that's uh, you know, it's all the best people. We had a good time with Robert last month too. The uh, so I'll tell you what, we're gonna wrap it up. I think you know, obviously, you can join us all again tomorrow if you're listening live right now. Join us again the same exact way with where, however you're listening, whether it's on the stream or wherever you are. One to three tomorrow. You could, you know, sit out by the pool, take a nice day off. It's the first ever Saturday version of the yeah. Kiss Room. Looks like I will see you tomorrow. So we'll see you all tomorrow. We're gonna have a blast with that. I, and I really want to send a shout out to all my podcasting friends. Obviously, like Strange Ways Podcast and Podcast Rock City have kind of joined forces. Those guys do great shows. I listen to them all the time. Podcast, obviously. History Science Theater, of course. I was just listening to a new one of that. Now, look at that. You posted that picture. We want to know who's Yeah, speaking that. of M3, that was, uh, I, I, she was passing by. Look at that. I was in the middle of a conversation. I said, I got to take a picture with this girl. I'll be right hey. back. And I didn't even get a chance to like really like find out who she was, but she was representing Kiss, obviously. And there was like, you know, Kiss wasn't playing. But hey, I, I was walking around with my Paul tattoo showing, and she had uh, her face painted like Jean. So anybody that's in the Kiss Room Facebook page right now, there's a shot with Kit. Chris has his Superman shirt on next to a very attractive gal wearing her Gene Simmons makeup. If you know who that is, you know, tag her in that post because that is, that is fantastic. Yeah, I had to applaud that. So I'll tell you what, we're going to wrap it up. Any last words, Chris? Hey, I'll see you tomorrow, Matt. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Come back again. I'll see you soon. We'll really see you soon. soon. <laughs> Kiss Room, I'm going to give Ken Mills the last word. We're going to shout out to all our podcasting friends here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Check out these ads for the following shows. We're proud to call these guys the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. 
Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? Joe here from Podcast Rock City. Join me each and every week as I give you my opinion on all the KISS topics and news of the week. I talk about every era of KISS with a number of guest hosts from all your favorite KISS podcasts. Check the show out on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher, and YouTube. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Podcast Rock City, your 20-minute KISS fix. History Science Theater. The most civilized? Yeah. Oh, f***. <laughs> oh, f***. <laughs> Come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with, like like a, with like a wash tub base. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No, wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're going to come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss Podcast on the web. History Science Theory. We bust balls because we care. Doctors define modern rock disorder as a sudden, intense drop in musical taste affecting all facets of the victim's lives and the lives of those around them. Over 20 million Americans suffer. Do you? Is your newfound love of Axe body spray, leather wristbands, and mountains of hair care products driving those close to you crazy? Has your overwhelming desire to crank Nickelback, drink a sixer of Natty Ice, and yell at girls from the back of a pickup truck seriously impaired your work or social life? The Decibel Geek Podcast offers new hope. The Decibel Geek Podcast, the only podcast proven effective for MRD. The Decibel Geek Podcast corrects the chemical imbalance created by listening to bands like Theory of a Dead Man and Three Doors Down, so that with time and your hosts Chris and Aaron's help, you can move toward recovery. MRD hurts. The Decibel Geek Podcast can help. Visit www.decibelgeek.com to begin the road to recovery. It's time for some cheap talk. You're listening to Trick Chat. Their mommy's all right. Their daddies are all right. They just seem a little weird. They even got their Kiss records out. This is Ken from the Podkiss. Join me, Matt, Andrew, and BJ as we talk about four great guys and three great chords. Cheap Trick. If you're a Kiss fan, chances are you've checked them out. So please check out our show, Cheap Talk with Trick Chat, available for now in the Podkiss feed. Keep cheap tricking. Someone, somewhere, is needing to hear from you. Someone needing to know that you care. Care enough to give the gift of Podkist. Tell a friend about Podkist today. Download us on iTunes, friend us on Facebook, and rock your ass out. Podkist. You have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? i tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, 
You better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans, we love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird. I don't know what to do. My voice is weak. I just can't accept Tommy Thayer wearing Ace's makeup. It's like if Angus Young left ACDC and they replaced him with a guitarist who wore a schoolboy outfit and did the Chuck Berry duck walk. I don't know what to do, Godfather. I have such butt hurt about this issue, Godfather. I just can't accept Tommy Thayer wearing the makeup. What should I do, Godfather? What should I do? You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Is this how you turn down a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh, cries like a woman? <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? What is that now? Look at you.